You just got your asses whipped by a bunch of goddamn nerds. Hey, sports fans, welcome to Sports Nerds. Here are your hosts, Dr. Samuel J. and Dr. Brian Schrader. Hey, Brian Schrader. Hey, there he is, <laughs> Brian Schrader and Sam J. It's been 18 days since your Sports Nerds have, have recorded a podcast. We apologize for that. Uh, we are here. Uh, we are back and we are ready to talk sports. Uh, I got to do, Brian, quick public, public service announcement. You have a beard. Folks can see that beard if they watch our Facebook live video, and that beard may scratch the mic. FYI. I'm going to try and hold it out like this. You need to, can you like prop a pencil up there? Or like... I could just shave this side. <laughs> yeah, just shave a track for your microphone. Yeah. I love it. That is good stuff. I was going to shave it the other day, and my daughter was like, no, I like it. Can you center your camera for Be Live a little bit better, old boy? Because all I can see is that sweet microphone and the right side of your face. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's your, that's your better side for sure. On mine, I can see like a hole zoomed out. There we go. Right there. I got you. You're perfect. Better? It's how it presents to the fans. It's all about the fan. Now go back, go back. Like right now you're not in the, you got to be right in the middle of the screen, right in the middle of the screen. Where is he? Move it move it you're good on the on the gram everything's fine matt Pugh has joined the show good to see matt here hey matt how you doing buddy okay um what's that good is that working yeah you look great okay fine All right. All right. uh how have you been brian schrader i've been well how about you man dude uh uh as you know um my wife gave birth to a child that wasn't ours and so uh scandalous that happened yeah that happened let's see eight days ago nine days ago so congrats to our are now friends and their new baby and uh and my wife who was an, a rock star um it was a quick labor so but it was awesome um if folks saw us on uh, saw our post on instagram i am a i'm a doula so not necessarily certified but uh i did guide her through the process which basically just means changing tracks on the macbook so that way she could listen to different uh lana del rey songs um which i don't know why it depressed me but it got her through the moment do you like lana del rey I'm not even sure I know who Lana Del Rey is. Lana Del Rey is awesome. I'm a big fan of Lana Del Rey. Uh, it's probably the most depressing haunting music, haunting music out there. It's right up there with Bonnie Vare, but uh, the lyrics are are a little bit uh, darker for sure. There's some. You're one, of, you're one of these dudes where, for for a lot of people, they have a conversation with you about music and they just feel like fucking idiots. Yeah, that's how I feel talking to you about debate, though. Or oh, okay. yeah, or really anything intelligent. <laughs> so. It's we, like you've had a conversation with someone where they ask you a question. You're like, I'm going to lie and pretend I know. They're, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Lana Del Rey, she's great. But you try that with you. Then you're like, it's just an invitation. You'll go seven steps deeper. And then finally you have to be like, hey, 12 minutes ago, I lied. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know shit about music. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> we took a couple of days off though. You know, obviously, you know, Catherine has a little maternity leave. And uh, I took a couple of days off and we went to go see Bohemian Rhapsody. And I told you that. I liked it. It was good. It was probably overproduced and a tad overacted, but yeah, there's um, some heat on that movie, right? People are pissed about it. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's. What do you expect? It's a Hollywood film. It's it's gonna it's gonna be a little bit over the top, but you know, I love it. I loved it because I love Queen. Um, I'm, there, you know, a Queen documentary would obviously be much better. Yeah. But uh, I mean, you're really putting yourself out there when you say something like you love Queen. That's very controversial. 
Yeah, for sure. Why not? not. Is, that a, is that a Wayne's World? <laughs> not <laughs> where we started. Oh, and Mike Myers actually made a cameo in the movie, uh, and he talked about uh, it was a funny joke, and I laughed. Nobody else in the theater laughed. But he talks about so Queen goes to Mike Myers, who plays uh, an executive, and they say, "Here's Bohemian Rhapsody. It's this song that you know you should play on the radio." And he said, "I can't. It's six minutes long." And then he said, "This is this kind of shit, or basically, right? Nobody's going to be jamming their head." in the back of a car. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, okay, so um, I suppose we should jump right into the show. Before we do that, we've covered a lot of ground already to get everything back on track. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, just search Sports Nerds across those platforms and you'll find us. You'll find our Hawkeye yellow logo. I'm going to keep it that way, Brian. I guess if Michigan wins this weekend, I might be willing to change it to the maize and blue just for you yeah. okay just for you so so put that's on record now as me uh showing that hey shout out brian alexi's on board brian thank you i love this shirt he says nice Wayland shirt came in the mail yesterday my uh i had to re, re redo some wardrobe and uh you know that grateful dead t-shirt uh will still get used but i needed to kind of uh you know wear it a little less in the rotation yeah, yeah you gotta change it up a little bit you and i are similar in the fact that we don't like to dress up much we're kind of t-shirt guys which could be the reason why we are such good friends it's, i'm it's, pretty I'm, this is like the most dressed up you'll ever see me i know i think you wore that exact shirt to our presentation at rsa this summer it wouldn't doubt me yeah <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't doubt it there's there's not a lot of depth in my rotation it may not um you know it, it may not have been washed since then either but that's okay <laughs> now that's just not fair i definitely wash my shirts you can okay so so find us on the socials uh we're there we'd love to to see you see you there and paying attention to what we're doing i think we do some funny stuff it's good stuff brian posts some funny stuff sometimes i post some funny stuff a lot of times uh, or at least i tell myself it's funny um i don't know about if everybody thinks it's funny, but we try. Uh, we also have the blog. We've posted two blogs in the last three weeks. We're gonna. We were just talking before the show started. We we're gonna try to churn some more stuff out there. It's just kind of been busy times for Brian and I these last couple of weeks. But you can find our blog if you just go to wearesportsnerds.com, and there'll be a link or a button on there where you can click the blog. Uh, the goal is to basically provide relatively short reads, uh, in-depth, deep dives into sports, but short. And, uh, and that's how we're going to do it. Brian says his phone battery is going to die, which is fine. Brian, no worries. Yeah, it defeats uh, the purpose of me secretly typing you a message. Okay. okay. I just told you. Hey, it's okay. It's my okay. Instagram my Instagram's going to go away. I nope. can't find it. I didn't bring up power cord, apparently. No fourth wall here. Don't you have a secretary? <laughs> Don't you have a, you have a PhD, Brian? You're supposed to be, somebody should, should, should listen to you. When you yell, you know, we had an administrative assistant and they have moved on and they told us you're not getting a new one. So now everyone in my department is our own administrative assistant. Oh, okay. That sounds fun. Wow. That's a lot of, uh, are they paying you extra for that? No. Okay, cool. That Mostly just mean people stick your head in your office, stick their head in your office and they're like, Hey, is such and such here? And I'm like, I don't know. Go look. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not good I'm not a good administrative yeah, assistant. That's not, what, not quite what you do. Awesome. Yeah. Uh you, you can walk down there, look in the door. I don't know. At some point we're going to get into a podcast. It's going to be good sports talk. So <laughs> hopefully you'll enjoy it. Uh if you do enjoy it, we'd love you to find uh to find, you know, to subscribe and rate us wherever you get this podcast. Could be Apple Podcasts, it could be Stitcher, it could be Google Music, Google Play, whatever the hell that's called. We do a lot of our work through Anchor.fm, a fantastic service. I'm sure somebody asked me the other day, what do they do with your content? I don't know. I'm sure they're probably just cutting it up, 
splicing it, selling it for money. I didn't quite read the user agreement in detail, but it's there and allows us to post for free and host our podcast for free. You can also donate to us that way. Um, I know that, uh, you know, we are not the best the most highly produced podcast. How about that? But we do spend a lot of time on this. And so if you wanted to throw a dollar or five or 10 or 50 cents to us, it would be much appreciated. You can do that at anchor.fm slash sports nerds. All right. I suppose let's jump into our kind of, uh, to our con, uh, content for the day, Brino. Uh, first one, did you watch last night's Monday night football game? Oh gosh. The Super Bowl, you mean? <laughs> oh, easy. <laughs> okay. What'd you think of it? No, that was, the, that was the best game of the year so far. No, it was great. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I don't want to dig, dig too deep of a hole here, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I think that you can have good football games where, where the, the play is really high quality and everyone's doing everything right that are still boring. And, and you can have bad football games where there's, you know, errors and mistakes, but it's still really interesting to watch. And that's where I put this game last night. It was high scoring, you know, highest Monday night football game ever, I think. Right. I mean, scored 100 points or something. It was it was it was absolutely nuts to watch. And I'll say this, man, I'm a uh, my you know, I'm a Raiders fan. Raiders got to win this weekend for the first time since uh, it seems like last year. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm predisposed to not be a chiefs fan to, to actively dislike the chiefs because they play in our, in our division. I like, I like watching Patrick Mahomes play, play football. I think he's, I think he's a ton of fun. Um, yeah, it was, it was great. Uh, I, yeah, there were some throws that he made last night. I didn't watch a lot of it. Uh, to be honest, I'm not sure why I'm not drawn to the kind of high scoring NFL, uh, uh, stuff but uh, i did watch a little bit of it and there are some throws that he made that um were pretty amazing i mean they're, they're like drew Brees throws he's he's impressive and i had no idea how good he was going to be obviously um any quarterback that comes out of texas tech we kind of wonder um because they're not usually very good nfl quarterbacks but he seems to be the exception to the rule so um Props to him. Uh, the other thing I was thinking about while watching that game is uh, Sean McVay might be a genius, right? Which is kind of crazy. We have these two, two uh, arguably, right, one of the best coaches established in the NFL over the last 15 to 20 years, and Andy Reid, who is considered a genius, who was a genius as, a, as an assistant coach for many years. And then, he, he, you know, he goes to great at Philly. Yeah, Philadelphia for sure. And now with the Chiefs, he just is very inventive uh, in, in his schemes. And, and then to see him match up with with McVay, who is, I think, is he younger than you and I? I think he is. I think he is. Uh, who's who's obviously going to be, you would think, successful in the NFL for a long time. Um, well, you remember when they hired him, everyone thought it was just like a gimmick. Yep. Yep. Right. We talked about this on the podcast. I think they're like, oh, you know, we'll, we're moving. There's no expectation that we'll be any good. Let's just hire this young kid. You know, it's a, it's kind of a funny, you know, PR sort of thing. Oh, he's way younger than me, dude. 80, 86. Oh, so he's way younger than both of us. I was born in 84. Yeah. So yeah, he's 32 or something like that. 31. So you, 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 you and I have had this conversation off the podcast before you've texted, you know, kind of basically the same thing you just said is this guy a genius, or I think this guy's a genius. Apparently he's 32. I, I, as I was watching last night and, and you didn't text me this last night, but I was thinking about it. Is he a genius? Or if you go back, like, obviously time will tell, you know, it, it's possible that you just hit the la- hit the jackpot. You got lucky and you've got you know, a good quarterback and you've got some good receivers. I mean, that team, LA is stacked, right? We can agree on that. They've got Cooper cup and they've got, uh, uh, however you say that guy's name, they've got Brandon cooks. They've got, I mean, uh, the best running back in football. They've got, you know, uh, 
Wade Phillips, I think, is you know uh, up there on the Mount Rushmore of of defensive minds um, sure. in, in football as well. Though that didn't really show last night. I mean, there's a there's a chance that you know you put me at the helm of this team, you know, a la Condoleezza Rice <laughs> coaching the the Browns or whatever. Um, and and maybe they're still pretty good. You know, I'm I'm not trying to take anything away from him. I'm not saying he's not doing something well, but I'm just saying you got the it it, it becomes a, a chicken and the egg sort of conversation. Is 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 he making, uh, 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 I almost said Melvin Gordon, but that's not what I'm trying to think of. Why am I having a brain fart here? Who the hell is their running back? Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley, there you go. Um, is is Todd Gurley great because he's in the Sean McVay system? Or is Todd Gurley just making Sean McVay look great? Because if you have the you know the best running back in football or you know the top one or two or three running backs in football, you can do a lot of stuff, right? You can If you can run the ball credibly, then you can chuck the ball down the field. And if you've got a bunch of talent um, in the wide receiver position, then it's it's easy to score a lot of points, which they do. So I don't know. I want to ask you, uh, do you like this brand of NFL? And I guess I mean, there's, there's several. Let me just ask the questions, then you can answer. Do we like it? Is it a result of rule changes? Or is it a result? Or, and are those rule changes, are they about player safety? Or are they about ratings? Or are they about both? I mean, to me, and then I, I'll say this before handing it off to you. I think a lot of this is kind of the the result of the fantasy footballification of the NFL. Like understanding that that's how attention and ratings work is putting up scores, getting people invested that aren't necessarily invested in one particular team, but rather players. And I'm sure in terms of like gathering attention and holding attention, that's a more compelling product for viewers across the country and across the world. Do you do you like it? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think okay. I think the season has been boring. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it's been I it's so. been one of the least interesting seasons for yeah. me. It's possible that part of that is that my football team had one win going into this weekend, so I'm just like checked out. The baseball season was also incredible. I think we saw some of the best postseason baseball we've seen in years, and so it just didn't transition very well to football for me. Um, so, so I, I don't think the season's been great. I'm not sure I can say if it's because of rule changes or not or whatever. That game last night was interesting to me, not just because it was high scoring, though that was interesting. Um, but also because it, of the back and forth, right? It seemed, I mean, just the entire game, it was one team pulled ahead and the other team came back. I mean, it looked like the game could have been a two-score game going into halftime. It ended up tied going into halftime. It was it was just, it was absolute craziness. And the other thing is, you had two nine and one football teams, right? You had two really good football teams kind of facing off. I joked that it was the Super Bowl. It might, it, it might have been, you know, it might be the game that we, you know, wish the Super Bowl is, except for, you know, that, that, what, what where's LA now? Are they in what division do they play in? Do they move divisions when they move to LA? No, they're still in the uh, NFC. Oh, so it could be the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. We, we, mm-hmm. we could, could get a rematch of that game. Yeah, I don't know. In terms of the rule, the rule changes, I, I'm I'm never totally sure what they're trying to accomplish. I, I I tend to agree with you that that fantasy football means that people want lots of points to be scored because they can see that on their phones and when they're playing fantasy or when you're playing FanDuel or whatever, and that. And that that certainly is in the interest of the NFL and maybe the part part of the rule changes, the ones that restrict the ability of uh, cornerbacks to to actively defend um, uh, wide receivers is it's going to it's going to increase scoring. It's going to mean longer touchdowns and, and and all of that sort of stuff is true. So I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I don't I'm not giving a good answer here. I don't know if it bugs me. I will say I do like the rule change that you can't ground a quarterback into the ground anymore. I like that. Mm-hmm. I think that 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 as a safety rule makes sense to me. 
I would like to be in the locker room or at least uh, in, a, in a place where we could interview these defensive backs and linebackers. Um, and I guess in, in, at some at some level, defensive linemen about how these rule changes have changed, not so much their approach to the game, but their mental uh, disposition uh, in the middle of plays. Because you would think like, does that brief moment of hesitation impact how you cover a wide receiver or whether you decide uh, that it's a run or a pass? It would just be really, really interesting because it has to play a role in it, right? I mean, it has to. And I would think that some of these uh, externalities of that decision making we're seeing in these increased uh, score, uh, these increased scoring games. I'm looking at some of these stats right now. I got to pull them up real quick. I mean, it was crazy, right? Over a thousand yards of total offense. Uh, obviously, the final score was 54 to 51 uh, Los Angeles. The, the thing is, as a product, this is what the NFL wants. I mean, you have the Los Angeles Rams. They're on the uh, they're on the coast. They're in a, you know, a huge city. Um, it looked like it was a pretty good atmosphere last night. Uh, ESPN really played it up leading up. I think I was I was watching some of the there was a live live coverage uh, at least two or three hours before the game. And so, I mean, ideally, this is kind of what they want. Uh, the thing with the Chiefs, right? Yes, they are a middle of the country team, but their fan base is massive, and they're not in terms of like whether or not that kind of team would harm the NFL if they became popular. I don't think so. Uh, popular at the national scale. I think it's one of those teams that is kind of compelling. Whereas if you had maybe a Cleveland or uh, a Minnesota, it might be a little bit different. I think the chiefs are kind of a different animal. It's considered one of the best places to play and one of the hardest places to play. Yeah, one in of the a lot of stadiums. Yeah. Are they hosting a Super Bowl? I doubt it's it. It's, it, it's outdoor reason. and it's cold there. So I assume not. I know that there were talks a few years ago about putting a, a, a dome on top or at least a retractable roof uh, on top of Arrowhead. It's kind of set up that way, though. If you ever go to Kansas City, it's it's a wild, it's a sprawling uh, sports complex type area where that you have uh, Kaufman right there next to it, too. A lot of parking and there are a ton of hotels. So whereas with Denver, I think you and I have talked about this, right? Denver can't obviously host the Super Bowl unless for some reason a uh, mile high were to put a roof on there. But um, you know, it's just, it's just hard to get around Denver. Denver isn't built uh, in the same way that a lot of these other places are. Yeah, so. Miami, Tampa, Los Angeles are the next three. Oh, okay. All right. So it's not coming. I think, uh, I think that is the biggest, the biggest problem with, with football. Uh, a, a huge problem with football is the, the neutral site Super Bowl. You should, you should get to see your fans should get to see if you win a Super Bowl. The top, the top seed, the team with the best record should get to host it. I wonder what the decision making uh, process was for for setting oh, up the Super Bowl I'll, that way. I'll tell you the decision making process. They want it someplace warm so they can, yeah. you know, have all of the the craziness that surrounds the Super Bowl make a lot of money. I mean, all those tickets are comp tickets for for sponsors and vendors and all of that nonsense, and they don't want to go sit someplace cold. Like the, the we we saw the the Packers in two Super Bowls in the in the late nineties, right? Wouldn't it have been great to see one of those games in in January or the first weekend of February in Green Bay in the frozen tundra or something like that? I think that'd be freaking great. I mean, those are the kind of mythical games in, in NFL history that we talk about. You know, the frozen tundra game against the Cowboys. Uh, some of those games um, in in Soldier Field, uh, Soldier Field. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I don't know. I don't know, but I think the, the NCAA is, is, has set up their system in the same way. You know, no, no, I agree. I hate that too. Yeah, you're not. It's not for fans. And I think you. Yeah, you're right. You and I have talked about this. These events are not for fans. They're very much for. Um, not fans of the teams, I guess. They're they're very much about making money and being kind of events, if you will. All right. What's the I don't event is even the best term, right? They're extravaganza. Extra, yeah. You, well, and, and I mean they had the one in um in in Indianapolis a few years ago, if you remember that. 
Um, and it was only because, you know, Lucas Oil Stadium or whatever is inside. And they they said, you know, that there was they, they had basically redone a bunch of the downtown area to make sure that people could get around and have fun and all of that nonsense. I don't know. I think I, I, I think that. What was it in Denver yesterday? I saw pictures. It looked like it was 80 degrees. I mean, you can have a Super Bowl in Denver. It's probably not going to be negative 20. No, I think, no, it probably won't. But I think uh, that New York Super Bowl a few years ago, um, the NFL has no desire to repeat that again. And that could happen in Denver, right? I mean, that's not going to happen in Miami. That's not going to happen in in Arizona. But So here you go. Miami has had 10 Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. New Orleans has had 10. The Los Angeles metropolitan area has had seven. Tampa's had four. They're going to have their fifth. San Diego's had three. Phoenix has had three. Houston's had three. Atlanta's had two. Detroit had two in 82 in 2006. It must have been when this, when Ford Field was new. San Francisco's had two, also a new stadium. Minneapolis has had two, indoor new stadium. Jacksonville, Dallas, Indianapolis, and New York have all had one. So however many Super Bowls I just listed have all taken place in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, whatever, 12 places. And if you kick out all the places that have hosted it once or twice – you know, 20 of the 40, 50 Super Bowls we've had have taken place in Miami or New Orleans. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's that's lame. Yeah. That's stupid. It is pretty lame. It's not like, well, I don't know. Do you, how much do you care about the 50,000 people who get to go, right? Who are 90% of them are rich dudes who go for free anyways, right? We give a shit if they're warm or cold versus the millions of people who watch it on TV. I want to watch people freeze their ass off and in green bay if anybody would like to invite brian, brian and I to the <laughs> super bowl suite we would we would more than love to uh to record live on the yeah station. how do how do we get our press pass yeah. to get on the red carpet or whatever if you know gm or ge if you're listening and you need some more publicity uh we'll do it for free quite honestly as long as you can kind of get us into the the suite so yeah yeah we'll, we'll, we'll drive we'll drive out there we'll hop in a, a subaru <laughs> one of our two subarus <laughs> Yes. Maybe with skis on top. I don't know. Maybe wearing Birkenstocks. I'm not particularly sure. Grateful Dead t-shirts. Grateful Dead t-shirts. All right. Moving right along. Um, we have to have this brief conversation because there are games happening this weekend. I will quickly get my shit game out of the way and say that Iowa hosts Nebraska on Friday. Let's hope to God Scott Frost uh, has not figured it out as I kind of fear he has. That Nebraska team is better than their record, man. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Um, I'm a tad bit worried about it. Um, there's that. There's also Tiger versus Phil that's coming up. Um, are you going to watch Tiger? Is it on regular TV? I totally want to watch it. I think this is cool. I think so. Because you know, they're like going to be mic'd up and they're going to have weird side bets. Here's my fear. Here's my fear is that it's wildly overproduced, that they're going to try and make it seem like we really are just a fly on the wall watching two rich dudes play golf and, you know, bet with each other. They're going to try so hard to make it feel like that, that it's not going to feel like that at all. But my sincerest hope is that's exactly what it feels like. Can somebody help us out figuring out where we can watch this? It, it, it's it's on like view only Rob Rutt's uh, like view on. Oh, come on. Son of a bee sting. Well, you know, there are sites out there, everybody, where you can stream sports for free. <laughs> uh, we won't share those over the air because I am in the friendly confines of the MSU Denver uh, radio studio. But I, I watched somebody that you know, a mutual a, a friend, acquaintance of ours, uh, was looking to stream something. And all, and I never, I'm, I'm not good at, I'm not, I don't know how to pirate movies. I don't know how to do any of this stuff. 
I'd be the door. I have a like, hard time believing. Re- I have a re- really hard time believing. That. I really am. I just I just pay full freight on this sort of stuff. But all he did was just went to Reddit and just typed in yeah. like illegal stream of X, and a mm-hmm. thousand of them popped up. And I was like, "Is that all it takes?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's it. I mean, like that, and you have to be willing to have your computer infected with some crazy virus." But that's the so long as you're willing to pay that, Brian. That's the wonderful thing about Apple devices is <laughs> they don't make they don't make viruses very often for our wonderful machines. So thanks to Steve Steve Jobs, I think he was thinking about us streaming illegal content. I honestly uh, thought it was going to be more like The Matrix to see someone, you know, pirate a stream for a football game, and it was like, no, you just go to you just go to Reddit. That's it. Yeah, Reddit's got a lot of good stuff on there. Like, there's some, <laughs> there's some wild stuff. Uh, there's also obviously the big game uh, between your Michigan Wolverines and uh, some people's uh, Ohio State Buckeyes. I don't know. Um, I really enjoyed seeing Ohio State almost lose last week. It's just oh, fun. My so I, I swear, after like while watching that game, the wife and kids had gone to do an errand and I was doing something at home. I went back and just skimmed through the Iowa-Ohio State game towards the end from last year when Iowa beat them like 56 to 20. And just I just wanted to watch Urban Meyer. He's so fun to watch when he's pissed. I hate that guy so much. I, 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 hate, I, I hate him more than, uh, than uh, Harbaugh, which is hard. It's hard. That's hard. Okay, sorry. What'd you say? He's retiring after this year. He says. Oh yeah, is that what you want to talk about? He said he's retiring. No, I don't want to talk about that. But I just heard, I just, I just heard that. Oh yeah, perhaps he's got a tight end on his roster who's going to end up murdering people, so he should back out of the program. Really? Oh my gosh! Ouch! I'm just saying, right? We all know that he knew the kind of person that Aaron Hernandez was. There's a reason why he has no relationship with Bill Belichick now. It's well documented. It's because yeah. Hernandez was a stand-up individual, and Belichick should uh, should draft him. So that worked. Ohio State did not really fall. Did they, did they move at all? They went down one or two spots. Uh, if, you, if you, I mean, the, the only reason they didn't lose that game is Maryland goes for two in overtime for the win, right? Yeah. Yep. Which prop? Which props to Maryland? Yeah, but you gotta do it. You gotta do it. I'm all about that. We saw the uh, the Panthers. I'm just saying, you think that you might drop a little bit farther down. Uh, I guess they're they're basically at the bottom of the pile for 10-1 teams with the exception of Utah State. I don't know. Uh, Utah State's pretty good, man. They're, they're one of those teams. They, got, they just know. beat CSU. The, U, Utah spent the weekend beating up on Colorado, right? Utah beat CU. Utah State beat Colorado State. Is that right? Yeah. I'm trying to get, speaking of uh, CSU, uh, trying to get Ian Daw, who's a friend of ours, guy with went to college with or worked with. Uh, he's a CSU alum. Apparently, there's a lot of s- sketchy shit going on uh, up in Fort Collins with their entire athletic pr- program, which if you are in Colorado, you probably know this. There were some issues with Eustacia as their basketball coach. Yeah. Now, uh, is it Bobo, I think, is their, is their uh, head football coach? Um, their AD is just kind of doing some things that people are wondering about. So hopefully, I'm, you know, Ian's done a lot of research on this and, and and investigated it. I want to try to get him on the show. If you and I can't talk with the doors off that puppy. Yeah. Well, I know. I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing about Denver. And you and I have talked about it. Like nobody's really doing that kind of investigative journalism when it comes to college athletics. It's way more uh, the professional uh, uh, sphere, the professional side, because that's just how things work here. But not a lot of uh, the Mountain West name doesn't carry a lot of cachet in Denver, apparently. (laughs) Colorado, right? Like, uh, you know, UC, they're going to fire Mike McIntyre after the season. They've already said it. The guy who won five straight games, and then he's lost, I think, six. Oh, three. my so, gosh. Didn't see you look like they were good for a minute? They did. They, they did. had everyone fooled. I was like, geez, they're okay, huh? No, not really. Not really. Uh, who do you like this weekend? So Michigan, if Michigan – okay, what, what happens, right? Michigan wins, obviously, they're in. 
uh, because uh, you would they, sure they, they play Northwestern, right? <laughs> yeah, that could be a game. Sorry, Pat Fitzgerald, that's not going to be a game at all. Um, Northwestern has has looked good in games they've lost. They've beat teams. I mean, that's not a bad football team. Okay, let's just move on. Uh, <laughs> no, I think I think the, I think the revenge I think the revenge tour continues. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, the the places where Michigan has looked looked exposed this year is against crazy mobile quarterbacks, right? Um, the the quarterback is no longer um, starting for Notre Dame, but was Week One when they lost. I mean, Michigan's defense looked as good then as it has the rest of the year, and they just kept losing track of this quarterback. and And kind of the same thing happened um, a little bit, a little bit this weekend uh, um, as as well in his game that they ended up winning. But it was closer than it should have been um, in the first half. So I don't know. I think that that'll be the difference if if Michigan can can keep an eye on um, Ohio State's quarterback. I think they should. The defense will, you know carry them carry them to a win and and they chucked the ball down the field this year with uh with patterson but so, ohio state, yeah, let's I'm, say ohio state loses right that means the big 10 doesn't get a team in right i mean they're if, if ohio state loses to uh-huh. michigan no sorry if ohio state wins and then wins the big 10 title game i mean that's there yeah no i think that's true so who gets in so it's another a second sec team which means more double the paul feinbaum yeah so you assume that alabama wins the the sec mm-hmm. Clemson is going to play. What did is we say? Syracuse uh, again? I don't know. I don't know how the ACC is split up. Oh, it, it could be Pitt actually, right? Notre Dame's not going to play in a in a conference game. Michigan's number four right now. If they win, they would play Northwestern. Um, oh, oh, Alabama has to play Georgia, so that's actually a game. Alabama. Or are they in the same? No, no. Um, no, but, 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 this is, there's too many unknowns at this point. I, th- I think if Al- if Oklahoma wins out and wins the um, uh, Big Twelve, then they would be in above Ohio State, right? Yes. I think um, so. So that's I think Oklahoma is a part of the question mark here. So and I oh so so here's the other one. What if Georgia, who's ten and one, beats Alabama? in uh an sec championship game do you keep alabama in there's there's a bunch of things that could happen all right you're you're correct i don't think that ohio state if their path is beating a number four ranked michigan and then beating an unranked or a you know maybe a 22nd or 23rd ranked northwestern um i don't think that gets them in to the playoff no i don't think so either okay so there's that there's that um weekend of college football let's move on to uh alex smith's grotesquely broken leg that was bad. That was disgusting. And, and really quickly, we got to circle back to your conversation about all the rule changes and safety and that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. I think at some point people have to realize that football is just a violent game and you're never going to be able to regulate out the type of things that, that are just sort of chance, mm-hmm. right? No, you can't, you can't get rid of that. There's nothing you can do about that. No. I see only one of you is participating in no shame. Yeah. November. <laughs> I can't grow facial hair. That's funny. Yeah, this is actually just from this week. I, I just did uh, no shave. You should Monday. see his back. Yeah, that's yeah, true. No. <laughs> Not that I've seen your back a lot. That, that. Okay, so I guess I mean the bigger story, like the side story, is the fact that the the Redskins, who are leading their division, uh, the the Eagles look terrible, by the way. Uh, they're they're leading they're leading their division, and yet they go out. There's a, there's a guy that's sitting there, right, who's been to a Super Bowl that nobody wants to pick up. And instead they go get butt fumble Mark 
and uh, that's who is going to be backing up uh, Colt McCoy this weekend, uh, which is just talk about a stable of proven quarterbacks. I just don't understand it, right? I don't get what's going on here with uh, NFL owners and their decision making. Look, it's not like Kaepernick would have to start. That's not exa- that's not at all what's happening. But why can't you sign the guy just to figure out what he's capable of doing? Have we moved past that point now where, where teams just aren't even going to do it? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I should pause and just say in defense of Colt McCoy, I think he's a good quarterback who is one of many good quarterbacks who got foisted uh, or, or had had the Cleveland Browns foisted upon them, rather. And that, that dude who was a little bit undersized just got his ass kicked all over the place because that offensive line couldn't protect him. I think he's an okay quarterback. That doesn't mean I think that he's, he's going to do well um, as a starter. He's, he hasn't really played in any any meaningful games in a long time. But but I, but I 100% agree with you. Going out and getting uh, Mark Sanchez. I, listen, dude, Kaepernick, what did, he, what did he go to? A couple NFC Championship games? A Super Bowl? Yeah. I mean... Yeah, no, you that that's a better option than either Colt McCoy or Mark Sanchez. Yeah, go get that guy. That's insane. I just don't get it. I know, I know. It just doesn't like. I, there's got to be something going on that that people don't know about. Uh, maybe it's this collusion stuff that 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 is being investigated. I just, I really don't get it because logically speaking, it's like go out and get this dude. Yeah. No, I mean, like, especially if you're leading your division and you all you need to go is all you need to do is go 500, yeah. right? To finish out, if that, and win your division. It's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> oh, my God. No, I, I, th- I think you're right. And it's, it's possible that they're getting some sort of, I mean, I've heard this argument before, and I'm not a lawyer. I have no idea if this is true or not. But the argument is no team can go out and get this dude while he has a lawsuit pending against the NFL, pending that, that, that alleges collusion, that they're not allowed to do anything with him the what's weird to me is it seems to me that if a team reached out to him and said hey will you come sign with us that he would probably drop his lawsuit as proof that the that there is no collusion right that someone signed him means that well i guess there could still theoretically be collusion among the other teams but i don't know i suspect i suspect if 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 kaepernick's agent got a call uh from from washington that he would probably field that call that he would go and work out with them and and, and see what they think and it, it seems like a no-brainer to me. It seems like a no-brainer. And by the way, if if the argument that someone out there listening right now is making in their mind is, oh, well, maybe the Washington football team doesn't want controversy, that's a load of shit, right? Because their mascot and team name is super racist, and they love that controversy, so why not just add another layer to it? Yeah, we just got a comment from Rob, uh, who's a big listener. So he's wondering, you know, I thought he was a cancer. He said he thought he was a cl- cancer in the locker room. I don't know that that's true, right? You you continue to see these players who played with Kaepernick uh, supporting him and the cause. So I, I'm not sure. Maybe there's something in there that I haven't read. But and maybe, you know, that there is that element, right? There certainly is that element um, that that maybe we need to kind of step back from and say, maybe this is the fact that, you know, bringing media attention uh, to to a team that is winning can be problematic. And 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 look, this is a different kind of animal than Tebow, but I think it's a comparison in terms of like of the attention that a team doesn't want, yeah. uh, especially from their fan base. Uh, you know, Tebow has has arguably right, ruined a couple of teams, not necessarily on purpose, but because fans are so drawn to that kind of polarizing figure that it, it influences the decision-making of, of the general managers and the owners and ultimately the coaches. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I guess there is that. I would just think that well, who knows? I don't. I don't know. I, I. I would think if you're going, if you wanted to win, yeah. Um, paper, he would seem like a good. No, choice. I. I think so. it's true. I mean, like if you're if you're working in the front office at at, at uh, in Washington, 
Um, maybe you're having a conversation that says, hey, should we go get Kaepernick? And then someone says, well, if you do, you know that you know the president's going to uh, have a tweet storm aimed at you. Do you want to deal with that? No, let's just have Colt McCoy. And that that has that that means that people are potentially not choosing are 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 choosing to not reach out to Colin and and no idea if any of this is happening. By the way, this is all hypothetical. But potentially they're choosing to not reach out to Kaepernick because of what you said. It's not because of his stuff. It's not because of his you know his 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 protest or his statement or his politics or anything like that. It's it's that it's become much 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 bigger than him that he's representative of or emblematic of a, a bigger fight about the role of of politics inside of sports or something like that <sighs> okay we got to move on to our last to our last uh, subject our last topic which is no more uh fun to talk about but uh before we do this if you would like a koozie or a wonderful sticker we are willing to give you one if you could leave us a wonderful review on apple podcasts um and you know give us four stars leave us a review don't just rate us give us a review i'll put a koozie and a sticker in the mail for you we'll reach out to you and figure out what's the best way to reach you i know a lot of you are watching here on facebook um who who don't have those sweet ass koozies that we made and brian and i are also in talks of making some t-shirts which i'm sure everybody wants a shirt with our faces on there so we'll get there and we're still i think anybody if you would like to get our tattoo on your body we're willing to pay for it (laughs) so reach out to us definitely. we are definitely we are, we are, <laughs> we are sports nerds at gmail.com we are sports nerds at gmail.com you didn't, you didn't okay. vet that one through me but I, I i fully support the sports nerds tattoo yeah yeah i don't i don't you know sometimes i just gotta make these decisions without yeah. consulting you you, know, you just gotta go you just gotta go all right the last story uh you shared with me last night i think it's uh man man uh the backstory of let's see her name is it's emily Sheck, 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 a runner, a cross country team member, women's cross country team member at Canisius College in Buffalo. Which apparently Um, is a D1 running program. That's a D1 school, right? Which, as you know, right, as being a D2. I was was D3, man. D3. (laughs) Well, you know, running, that's the thing, right? If you are a college athlete, for the most part, you know, you're, that's still a big deal, right? Like I wasn't a college athlete and I'm a specimen of fitness and athleticism. So like to be like Brian in that beard is, is that's what it takes. Okay. So, uh, so Emily, um, this is kind of a wild story, man. I'm, I'm just going to, I'll give the backstory. Um, in August, her parents had discovered uh, via Facebook or social media posts that Sheck was actually a lesbian uh, via pictures with a woman that she was dating. They were apoplectic is what the Washington Post article says. Uh, They kicked her out of her house. Um, They told her to leave school. Uh, uh, She kind of refused to leave school because, you know, her parents uh, just uh, they sent her. Her dad dropped all of her stuff off at her her dorm. Uh, They said, you disgust me. Don't talk to us or your family. That's like the saddest part. That's what really. Holy shit, man. That's some wild, wild stuff. I thought we had moved into a different era in terms of humanity. But apparently uh, in this case, not not so. But. Uh, in order to kind of pay for uh, for college, to pay for her room and board, because her parents had been footing the bill for that, one of her her friends, a roommate, launched a GoFundMe. Uh, this GoFundMe over the last three months has generated fifty eight thousand uh, dollars to support uh, Sheck's continued education. Um, now, here's where it gets a little fuzzy with the NCAA. The NCAA wanted the money back. They said that you cannot take that, you cannot keep the donations, uh, and also maintain your eligibility, so keep both. So this happened 
last week. This week, the NCAA has kind of reversed their stance. In a tweet, they said, Emily Sheck can retain her eligibility, continue to receive GoFundMe donations that assist her with living and educational expenses. So we're here. But I think, well, I guess, what did you take from the story aside from just the tragedy of it all? Yeah. Um, in terms like sports, what did you take from it? I mean, I'm a parent. You're a parent. Uh, the the top level stuff is just gun wrenching. You know, to what whatever choice your kids make to to think that you would say to them, you know, do something different, or I'm going to disown you and kick you out and not support you and that sort of stuff is 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 really sad, um, and 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 hard to, I don't know, hard to wrap my head around. I don't know. I can't think of anything my kids could do that would that would make me want to tell them to go fuck off like this. It's just, it's not, it's not cool at all. Um, uh, and it, when I first read the story, um, you know, my first reaction is, Oh, here, here's, here's the NCA fucking it up again, you know, just kind of being weird and, and, and doing it wrong. Um, but I, I, at the, at the end, I think they got it right. You know, I don't think, I think this is the end a uh, uh, kudos to the NCAA and may, not, not for getting it right the first time, but for getting it right at the end. Right. And saying that that and, and listen, I mean, the, the, the NCAA was at no point trying to weigh in on the the, the substance right. story. Right. About whether or not you know she should or shouldn't be a lesbian or whatever, any of that sort of stuff. The NCAA, NCAA was simply trying to enforce its rules that say you can't get stuff of material value. Right. Does that make sense? And they have these rules to prevent boosters clubs from, you know, buying uh, high level recruits in, in football and basketballs, you know, parents, a house or something like that, or, and, and that sort of thing. And so I think they were just trying to, you know, enforce a rule that, that I understand that there's a difference between professional, professional and, and amateur athletes, but they, they took, they took some time and, and it, you didn't cover this in your summary. Um, this, this girl who was uh, receiving the, the funds from the GoFundMe to pay for her school and pay for her, her rent and her food and that sort of stuff basically decided, uh, you know, I, I'm going to have to choose to, to give up my eligibility because I need the money. I need the money more than I need to be on the cross country team. And only when the NCAA came back and said, okay, look, we've, we've evaluated the case and we've thought about it more. And we think that this is not really a violation of the spirit of the, the NCAA, NCAA regulations that prevent people from receiving something of value. So. Yeah, I think this is uh, as reading the story and kind of seeing, you know, in terms of the NCAA and Sheck relationship, it just goes to show the kind of clunkiness of the NCAA. And I don't know, I don't know if there's any particular way that that, that can be fixed, right? It's just an institution. This institution has to uh, has to kind of uh, evaluate these situations and apply um, a framework or a rubric to to deciding whether or not it, it affects eligibility or it doesn't. Um, I'm glad. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Right? They they kind of they righted the ship and got things correct and uh you know i mean things obviously there there's no amount of money that can probably fix the familial issues uh traumas that happened here but at least they would appear that she has one less thing to worry about so that's you know ooh, that's that's particularly um a positive uh i think it's just you know there needs to be some sort of committee that would evaluate these situations one by one so that way we, we we some somehow don't go down a slippery slope um, and and have you know big time college football programs creating GoFundMe uh, pages or or accounts for for recruits. So that's my take on it. It's a sad story. Uh, you know, read up on it. it. You know, it's probably a Hollywood film in the making. Quite honestly, um, it's Outsports did a much better take on it than Brian and I just did. So you yeah. can read that art. Um, so that's that's gonna wrap up things for today. Do you have any any additions to make, Brian Joe Schrader? Uh, go blue. 
Go Blue, Go Hawks. Uh, it's amazing. I got on Twitter last night and I was just reading through the conversations uh, between Iowa fans and Nebraska fans. I think I may hate Nebraska fans more than I hate Michigan fans. <laughs> quite, quite honestly, man. It's, it changes uh, week to week. A, it's hard to keep track. What a terrible group of people. Right. I mean, there's, there's, I guess there's not much to do there. You know, if you ever drive through Nebraska, there's not much to do until you get to what you're now witnessing is someone from Iowa talking shit about Nebraska. <laughs> we are All right, folks, find our blog. We are sports nerds.com. Uh, we'll be putting up a new blog relatively soon. You can find us on the social medias. We're on all those platforms. Just search for our floating heads in that beautiful Hawkeye yellow background. Shout out to to our listeners, to those who got engaged uh, with us today. Not like married, but engaged with us. There we go. Not got engaged. And if you feel so inclined, you can drop Brian and I a dollar or two. Anchor.fm slash sports nerds or leave us a review or do both. We would appreciate it, Brian. Happy Thanksgiving, you son of a bitch. And enjoy the hell out of whatever you're drinking tomorrow, okay? Or I guess Thursday. All right, see you, buddy. Bye.